0: Welcome back to another episode of Revisiting Roseanne. We're going to get to meet Chip's parents and as well as a lovely young gentleman named Johnny Swanko, aka the Chung Bandit. Well, let's see and let's get into it.
1: You're a midget. Come
2: on, darling.
1: Here down. Bear down. <laughs> <laughs> Too
2: low! Low? Low? Are you blind? Are you drunk? Are you crazy?
3: Get your oh, pepper, Get your peanuts! Get your butt over here and help me with these damn bags! <laughs>
2: Babe, her daughter's on her way to the Hall of Fame.
3: Well, on your way to Cooperstown, drop them off in the kitchen. <laughs> will affect my pitching not this season
2: <sighs> great to be alive in it
3: well I wouldn't know <laughs> I just spent two hours in a supermarket with one of them carts that only makes left-hand
2: turns well is that a straighten you out
3: Feel better? Well, I wasn't as good as the checkout, boy, but it'll do.
1: <laughs> OK, Johnny. See you tomorrow night at 9. Yeah, Johnny, tomorrow at 9. <laughs> hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. What'd you do? Can't a girl say hi to her parents without being treated like a suspect?
3: No. <laughs> Wine? Candles? You cheated your retina labels. <laughs>
2: You must want something.
3: I wanted to put a leaf in here because we're having company Friday night when I invited Chip and his parents for dinner. How could you do that? Because I ran into Chip's mom in the supermarket and she puts a gun to my head, so I invited
2: him. You've been squawking for months for us to have him over. You should be happy.
1: I am happy. So what's your problem? Nothing. I just have a lot of stunning to do. On Friday
2: night? Yes, on Friday night.
0: Sounds all busiest night?
3: What's that? What? That lightning bolt you got hanging off your face. What did you do, pierce your ear again? Yeah.
2: How many holes in your head does it take to be accepted these days?
3: Six? Well, three more and I'll use you to drain my spaghetti. <laughs>
0: So, we see Darlene out there pitching with Dan. DJ's out there, you know, umping the game. And uh, in walks Roseanne. You get the first mention of corn. Get your popcorn. And yeah, they exchange uh, a little back and forth, a couple smooches. And yeah, then we cut over to Becky on the phone in the kitchen talking to Johnny on the phone. Johnny's not Chip. What happened to Chip? Well, we're going to find out because, uh, Roseanne ran into Chip's mom at the store and wound up inviting them over to, for dinner. So we're going to see if there's any, uh, conflict of interest there. Let's find out.
3: Do I have to get dressed up for this Boring dinner? No, we're all dining naked. <laughs> Again?
2: <laughs> hey, I thought you were going to clear this table up for me.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I was just goofing around cooking dinner for eight. <laughs> Since, are you sure you won't stay? No,
1: I've got a date with Booker.
3: Well, bring him. No way. I finally got him to take me to a restaurant that doesn't have napkin dispensers. <laughs> What are you doing with that? I'm marinating the swordfish. Yuppies marinate everything. Well, then, I guess Bonnie and Edgar ought to love it. Edgar? Chip's father's name is Edgar? Yeah. I don't believe I've ever
2: supped with an Edgar before.
3: (laughs) Well, it's the least we can do. They've taken Becky out a million times, you know, into some really nice places. So you're squaring the deal by serving them my famous marinated swordfish. Well, you never know, sis. Uh, Bonnie and Edgar could be family someday.
1: Roseanne, Chip and Becky are only in the eighth grade.
2: Well, they've been going together six months. That's uh, that's pretty much longer than you've ever gone out with anyone, isn't it?
1: Are they here yet?
2: Yes, I believe Asquith has shown them into the study where they're sipping absinthe and playing billiards.
1: Should I put out the
3: good dishes? Well, let's just go ahead and break down and use paper plates with the visions. I'll put out the
1: good dishes. Ugh, oh, what smells like fish? Fish.
3: What time did you tell the bear? Becky, chill out. They will be here when they get here. This is great. Now I'm going to eat this stupid fish and wear this stupid dress. And then you're going to do the stupid dishes. Well, that my work here is done.
2: Lady Connor, you're dismissing the help for the evening.
3: I'd stay, but my French maid costumes at the cleaners. Mm, Suit (laughs) (laughs) Remember to sprinkle a little garlic salt on the fish before you put it in the oven. Okay, I will. Good luck. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, sis. See you tomorrow. You know, they have to be out of here by 9. I have to start studying by 9 o'clock. What exactly is it that you're studying? Nothing. Finally.
2: Becky, relax. Everything's going to be fine.
3: Your father and I are not going to embarrass
2: you. Right. I'll get the door. You get the orgy lamp. late <laughs> <laughs> no lady, the guests have arrived. Get your feet off the couch. Ha ha. Think you're funny, Chum? Well, let's just unfunny up a little bit. Let's just shake some of that wise guy out of you.
1: Hey, Mr. Connor.
2: Hey, Chip, how's it going?
1: Hi, Chip. Hey, DJ,
3: it's okay. This is normal. <laughs> Hi,
1: Connor. Upon-
3: how you doing, Roseanne? Well, my um, feet hurt and I got periodic bouts of depression, but other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hi. Hi. Hey, handsome. Dan, Roseanne, this is my husband, Edgar. Hi,
2: Hi Edgar. Good to know you. Hello.
3: This is the rest of our stunning brood, DJ, Darlene. Hi.
1: Hello.
3: Guess we're ready. I think maybe they'd like to take their coats off first.
1: <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> Here, you guys. Check these for loose change and then throw them on my bed. Hey, Mom.
1: Okay, hey, Mom. Shut up, pinhead.
3: Precious, ain't they? Here, these are for you.
1: Thanks. I'll go put them in water real quick so we can eat.
2: you up here for a drink? You bet. My kind of gal. Just mineral water.
3: Well, we got water and I'm sure it's got minerals in it. Edgar?
2: Should I be bad?
1: Why not? You jogged this morning. What the heck? I'll have a tropical hurricane. I
2: can get you a cold beer and turn on a fan. The beer's fine, uh, babe.
3: I'll have some of that Muscatel in the door of the fridge.
1: the
2: usual?
3: Yeah, thanks. Why don't we sit down?
1: Oh, here. I know you two want to sit next to each other. Thanks. (laughs) beeper didn't fall out. I was perfectly willing to put it in my purse. Well, your purse is in the car. And the
3: car's locked.
1: And the alarm's not working. Ah,
3: just smack her, Edgar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really getting hungry.
3: Well, have a drink at the bar. We'll let you know when your table's ready. Mommy,
1: Daddy.
2: I'm a dentist.
3: (laughs) Everybody rinse.
2: Yeah, we go to that Dr. Sternberg over there on um, Oakhurst.
1: Oh, sure. We know Mark.
2: He's real good.
1: We
3: like him a lot.
1: But he's not on Oakhurst anymore. Is that
2: right? Right. He's
1: in that uh, new professional building over on Sheridan.
3: They must have moved. <laughs> yeah, he shares space with Keyhole,
1: Pamer, and, uh, you know the fellow who had the thing,
2: uh, you know the one who knows Barbara?
1: Lidecker. Right.
2: Keyhole, Pamer, and Lidecker. Hmm. They all share that professional building over in Sheridan.
1: My friend Karen decorated it.
2: My friend Rocco poured the driveway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's talking
3: about a small world, huh? <laughs> Fish bit soon. How soon? I'll check with the cook. Hey, can you do anything tomorrow night? Why? I thought we could go see Bloodthirsty 2. Tomorrow night? Yeah. It didn't get very good reviews. Well, neither did Bloodthirsty 1, but you saw that 14 times. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I heard her in the prom scene they use a human liver. Oh, well, everybody ready to eat?
0: on, so it'll cook a lot faster that way. Well, lots to unpack. Great scene. You know, we see, like, the stark difference between Chip's parents, you know, Chip's dad being a dentist, and, uh, you know, the blue-collar Connors being what they are. Um, I never realized how much, um, got cut out of this episode, I guess, for TV. I guess, you know, there's a few things that maybe a bit too much for TV these days, which is funny because back in the 80s, I guess you could do more on TV. I don't know. Very strange. But nevertheless, it's funny to hear, you know, a beeper referenced things like that. But um, yeah, another great scene And it's strange, I don't know I would figure P- Chip would pick up on the uh, You know, the the vibe that Becky's putting out But I guess not, I guess he's not too uh, not too swift Let's see if he, or anyone, gets the picture More than a week in Hawaii.
1: Hello, it means goodbye. What else does it mean, honey? I know it means
3: love. I think it means potholder, too. <laughs> Tell them about our
1: guide,
3: honey. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, Dan, Dan, you've got to hear
2: this. Dan, this is wonderful. A publisher friend of ours swears it's a book.
3: Well, just give us the cliff notes.
1: <laughs>
3: Why don't we order a pizza? No, it's time. You
1: need any help out there in the kitchen, babe? <laughs>
3: Oh, that's so sweet of you to offer, honey, but you just stay here. Aloha.
1: <laughs>
2: Our guide's name was Michael Ho.
1: Of course, his Hawaiian name is Mika Ah, oh,
2: yes. Mika Hila Ho. <laughs> um,
3: did you know that when swordfish cooks, it shrinks? <laughs> Of course, when it's burned, it practically disappears. Well, for
1: crying
2: out loud, honey, let's just eat
3: it burned. Burned? I can have hamburgers in 10 minutes. 20 if you want them cooked. Hamburgers are fine.
1: This will be our red meat day. We could have had hamburgers in hour. I hate this house. <laughs> Tell Becky I need her to help
3: me. She's not up there.
2: Where is she? Well,
3: if she's smart, she might have to dinner.
1: <laughs> Quiet, you! Becky! <laughs> <laughs> nice going, Beck. You got out of the house. The hard part's over. Sorry you can't come in. My parents have people over. No prob. Hey, listen. Want to go to a party tomorrow night? Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. I'll pick you up at 7. Seven's great, Johnny. Think it'll be cool with your parents? My parents are very cool. They don't tell me what to do. Cool. Becky,
3: get your butt in the house (laughs) now! Mother? Now! Roseanne Connor. Nice to meet
1: you.
3: So, how long's Becky grounded for? What'd she do? She forgot to gag Darlene like I told her.
2: <laughs> she snuck
1: out last night to meet the Makeout King.
2: Chips the Makeout King?
3: <laughs> Forget Chip. He's old news. Darlene, why don't you use your mouth to eat?
2: Who is the makeout king?
3: You are, honey. <laughs> Johnny Swanko, he's a sophomore. Well, he kisses like a senior.
2: I get to feel like I'm not totally filled in on everything right now. <laughs>
3: Becky's got something going with another guy. What kind of thing? I don't know, Dan, but I caught him out by the garage last night. What did you tell me? Because there's lots of stuff I don't tell you, honey. That's the glue that keeps our little family together. Oh,
1: Johnny, oh, Johnny,
2: oh, Johnny, oh, Johnny. I want to hear more about this Johnny.
3: Well, he wears a black studded belt, and they call him the Tongue Bandit.
1: (laughs) Darlene, why don't you leave
3: and come back when you're about 40?
1: Okay,
3: great. i go over to Johnny's. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny
2: dropped it. So I thought Chip was Becky's main squeeze.
3: Well, I guess when you're 13, you need more than one squeeze.
1: I just want to say that what you did to me last night was
3: totally uncool. And if I were your mother, I would never do that to you. Well, do me a favor and enlighten me. Mother, let's just drop it. No, no, no. I want to know what's your definition of cool. Is that to make a date with Chip and then turn around and make a date for the very same night with Johnny Angel? His name is Johnny Swanko. Whatever. Come on, just answer my question. It's none of your business. It is my business when you start sneaking out of this house to meet some guy that I would consider leaving your father for. you did is gonna make it to Zet Magazine's Ten Most Vicious Teens. I'm sorry, I was wrong.
2: Wait, are you dating Chip or not?
3: Yeah, I still like Chip. Well, how would you like it if Chip met some other girl in his driveway? Hey, Chip can do whatever he wants. I don't care. Well, I'll remember that when you're sitting there crying your eyes out because Chip sat next to some other girl on the bus.
2: Becky, why didn't you tell us all this before we invited the Lutz over to dinner?
1: <laughs> because Mom had already invited them. Plus, you guys love Chip. Plus, if you knew I was going out with Johnny, you would have freaked. There's no way you'd let me go out with him.
2: You got that right. I want you to get on the phone. You call the Tongue Bandit. you tell him you ain't going nowhere tonight, not even out to the garage.
1: Hey, it's my life. Why don't you just butt out? Becky,
2: we're just trying to teach you how to do the right thing.
1: You guys are real hypocrites, you know that? I mean, you're always saying how you're the coolest, hippest, most with it parents, but you're not. You're just like everyone else's parents. You're bogus
2: hi Dan Bogus.
3: Roseanne Hypocrite Bogus, so nice to meet you. I've heard so
2: many good things about you. <laughs> Not. Nah. So.
3: So, didn't we vow to become the world's most, the hippest parents?
2: Well babe, that was in the 70s. Our groove was in a more mellow bag.
3: you <laughs> We would treat our kids differently than our parents treated us. I think we have. No. We made a snap judgment about this Johnny guy, just exactly like my parents would have done.
2: There wasn't no snap judgment. The guy's a punk.
3: You didn't even see him. I
2: trust your judgment.
3: Well, that's just the point, Dan. It's not up to us to judge. My dad thought you were a punk. I was.
2: <laughs> that's how come I know this guy's a
3: punk? No, like it or not. We are now the parents of a teenager And we are not the hip parents that we said we were going to be Define hip parents uh, Okay Sure, honey, Johnny can stay over Me and Daddy could, like, crash out on the floor, man You guys could use our bed That's the kind of parent I thought I wanted to be Well, we ain't done, baby Well, we ain't Robert Young and Jane Wyatt either no.
2: Well, who are we?
3: Well, we ain't uh, Bonnie and Edgar.
2: Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> well, what do we want to be?
3: Well, I, I want to be the kind of parent, you know, that can trust our kids.
2: Well, we want to be the kind of parents that can look at a kid dressed like Johnny Swanko and not think that he's only got one thing on his filthy little mind, and we both got a pretty good suspicion of what that one thing is.
3: Yeah, well, you were kind of a punk, and I, I was pretty innocent when we went out on our first date, remember?
2: Hmm. Did. <laughs> Becky
3: Well, I think we're doing the right thing. you
2: know what? I think we're doing the right thing too. What now? Your mother and I have come to a decision about the Swanko situation.
3: Can I go out with him? Not in a million years. <laughs>
0: Oh, there we have it. We learned that Chip and uh, Becky are a thing of the past. Johnny Swanko, I think that's the first and last time we're going to see him. And uh Dan and Roseanne aren't quite the hip, with it parents that they thought they would be. But are any of us really? You know, you get to that age, you realize what a punk you really were. Uh, that you didn't have it all figured out when you were 15 or 16 or 17 or even 21 or any of those ages. And that uh, we're all kind of just figuring this thing out as we go through day by day by day. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. All in all, good episode. A lot of funny moments. And, like I said, a lot of things that uh, I didn't realize were cut out for uh, syndication. But, yeah, all in all, another great episode. And I will catch you all next week. thanks again for listening to revisiting roseanne i apologize for all the ums and the poor audio more than likely it will get better i do promise you um there's another um for you you're welcome but stick with us and like comment subscribe all that jazz drop us a line at the podcast podcast two at gmail.com. I know it's funny. It's in the description. Feel free to drop us a line. Let me know what you think. Constructive criticism, always welcome. And uh, like, comment, subscribe. I love you forever. Peace.